Welcome to Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Your Pursuit of Happiness. I'm Laura. I'm Paul. Today, I am back questioning Paul. How do you feel about that? It's good to get back to the way it should be. (laughs) Nice one. Yeah. We're going to talk around what a good CV or resume yeah. might look like. Yeah, I think we, we've done a couple of vlogs and stuff on this, but I don't think we've ever done it as a podcast, which came as a real surprise to me. But yeah, here we go. Here we go, guys. Yeah. Paul, how would you av- advise somebody to construct their CV or resume? Yeah, there, there is a pretty standard format to us uh, that should be followed, in my humble opinion. And the goal is to make it nice and easy for someone to see the information that they want to see in a, in a clear, concise way. So starting at the top, you should have all of your uh, all of your details like, you know, name, phone number, which should be correct. You'd be surprised how often it happens. <laughs> email address, which should be correct again. And if you're including a hyperlink, make sure it's hyperlinked for the full email address. Uh, your LinkedIn link, uh, again, linked to the, the right page. Those types of basics should be there at the very, very top. After that, either go education or summary. Uh, the summary should be, you know, m- no more than three lines, who you are, what you're looking for and what you can bring. Very important to hit those points. And your education, when we talk about education at the top of a CV, it's really the, the, the chunky stuff. So your primary degree, your master's, your relevant professional qualification. It isn't necessarily the health and safety course you did, you know, for three months in work. Unless that's particularly relevant, that should go down the bottom. Um, after that, then you're looking at reverse chronological order for your experience. So your most recent experience first, working backwards. Your most recent experience takes priority and takes over the majority of your of the real estate really on the CV because it's the most relevant. And after you start to go back more than five years, it becomes less and less in terms of what you actually put in there. In terms of writing about your experience, you need to have uh, where you worked, the dates and your position clearly marked out <clears throat> if it's needed. So if it's a company that isn't a household name or should be easily recognized within the industry that you're applying to, a brief one line about what the company does is, is often very relevant to give an, a potential employer or recruiter an idea of the size and type of work that you've been doing. Then I'd always recommend a little summary around What's the overview of, of your role there? It's not a detailed thing. It's, you know, maybe one, two, three lines max, a, a bit of an overview of what you've done. Then after that, you're outlining your key responsibilities. So maybe five or seven bullet points. And after that, really important, a couple of achievements or a couple of projects that you worked on. So having achievements in your CV is what turns it from a, a list of what you've done into something that has impact and, and makes you stand out as a person. Your achievements should be relevant to the role that you're applying for. Uh, so that does mean that you need to tell your CV for every single role that you apply to. Um, certainly on the career coaching side with possible coaching, um, we would recommend doing a master's CV that has kind of all of your experience and all the bullet points and all the achievements and everything. And then you're picking from that to put into the application that you're making to a company. Uh, then <clears throat> after that, you need to have a section that includes your technical experience or your your uh, experience with different programs or packages on the finance side. I think on the tech side, it's more important to have that maybe at the top. Mm. 
And then at the very end, if you have room, and if you don't have room, it's not a big deal. Just one line reference is available on request. If that line isn't there, the employer isn't going to assume that you don't have any references. But if, if you can put it in, do put it in. But if you're running out of space, uh, don't, don't worry about it. Two pages max. If you can't say it in two pages, you know, it speaks to your communication skills, uh, unfortunately. Uh, it takes time to write things impactful in a short space of time. Uh, but it, it is something that you, you should be you should be aiming for. Um, and I know there's a lot of kind of differing opinions about that, but certainly for us, you know, to, going over two pages is uh, it gets it gets tricky. It gets yeah. hard to read. No one's reading, no. you know, a five page CV. It's just not happening. No, I th- like I always say to people, when you're sending your CV into to, to a hiring manager, like they literally scan it 30 seconds max. So nobody is going to read beyond two pages, yeah. realistically. And the, the honest truth about it is, um, you know, people are, are, as an employer or as a recruiter, we're getting 50 plus applications mm. for each and every role. The majority of those uh, applications are not going to be suitable. And this is just the reality of it. Yeah. Uh, so in essence, you're looking for a reason to reject so if you're sitting there as a hiring manager or you're sitting there as an internal recruiter in a company or you're uh, helping your hiring manager or your own manager recruit for a position, you have other things to do. You have your day job to do. You, uh, If you're an internal recruiter, there's every chance you're working on multiple roles uh, and all competing priorities. So you want to see the information as quickly and as obviously as possible. And for a job seeker, that means you want to get from the inbox or the applicant tracking system that a client uses to the pile of CVs that gets read in more detail later. To do that, you need to have a clear, concise, consistent CV. Sure. And just a couple of things on links, actually, for tech CVs, remember to have mm. a link to your to your GitHub or any other kind of projects that you've done because hiring managers are genuinely looking into it more and more. Make sure, actually, that the projects you have up there are up to standard and you don't you, you know you're happy for a potential yeah. hiring manager to view them another thing on links you mentioned it there and it's a real bugbear of mine is when somebody hyperlinks their their gmail or their email yeah. account and just up to uh, at gmail.co yeah. and it's it's really irritating so yeah. so absolutely make sure the hyperlinks are complete yeah and if you if you're uh, one other thing to think about actually so um, there's been a lot of talk around computers rejecting applications based on algorithms. Uh, what happens in reality is your application gets ranked based on keywords within your CV. That doesn't mean that your CV won't be read if it doesn't rank for keywords. It just means it won't be at the top of, of a list of CVs. Mm. So think of it like Google yeah. appearing on the first page of Google. So that is important. But don't send your CV as an image because an image can't be read by a computer. Yeah. Uh, and we, we do see that, particularly people who we've worked with on, say, design roles. And I think UX, you probably see it a yeah. bit more on the tech side. Yeah. Sending an image, it looks great, but it won't be read at all. Yeah. Um, so bear that in mind. It, it, it is important. Good point. One other, if you don't mind. Go for it. Uh, when you're tailoring your summary, it's good to put in the company that you're applying to. Make sure you change that every time oh. you apply. You'd <laughs> yeah. be surprised how often... We get CVs for for um, we get CVs from candidates or from job seekers, and it'll still have you know I want to work in AIB because or yeah I want to work in State Street because so yeah 
watch that one. Good that point. that'll be an instant reject if you're a job seeker. Yeah. And you're applying direct to a company, that's nearly an instant reject. Definitely. What makes a good CV versus a bad one? I think we've touched on it a little bit, but what else would you add? Um, the four C four C's I always recommend are clean, clear, consistent, and concise. Mm. Uh, we've we've we did a CV webinar uh, in November, I think it was last year, and I went through those in in some detail. Um, but clear is clarity around your language, making sure that it's clear and easy to read. Don't get overcomplicated in it. <clears throat> the uh, the other C concise is to keep it short. So saying as much as you can in as short a sentence as possible or as short a bullet point as possible. Um, those two kind of tend to rub up against each other. People tend to try to complicate language when they're constructing a short sentence, but it needs to be both clear and concise. And I think that's that's really, really important. Uh, consistent is, is important as well. So consistency means that if you're bolding your title and dates of employment, it needs to be the same all the way through. You need to have the same uh, text. You need to have the same size of text. Uh, you need to be consistent if you're adding bullet points or adding full stops at the end of bullet points or not. Pick a winner and stick mm. with it all the way through. So that's that's really important. Yeah. Um, and what was the other C? Clear, concise, consistent and clean. Uh, clean is the other one. And clean really refers to the overall layout of your CV. So does it look clean on the page? Uh, is it is it aesthetically nice like going out for you know a nice dinner if anyone can remember what that actually is <laughs> uh, when food comes out and it's nicely presented on a plate it's more appetizing mm. it's the same with a cv yeah you know so your margins need to be consistent all the way through and um, uh, you know leave as much white space as you possibly can without us impacting the two pages and everything else but overall uh, clean is, is is important it's the first impression when people sure. open up your cv sure um, did you mention grammar and spelling? Because I've seen so many people yeah. who are technically super, super strong. Um, get it, it's an instant reject for many if there are if there are you know sloppy, careless spelling yeah. mistakes on CV. Oh, definitely, and you know you have good communication skills written, and you have spelling mistakes all the way through. Yeah, um, it's it's just it's not a great look at all. And you should be creating a document that you're reviewing every six months or every mm. 12 months in line with your performance reviews internally um, mm. is always a good time to do it. And it's kind of a natural reminder as well. So you have a master CV, get it checked, you know, send it off to uh, Grammarly um, could be an easy way to do it. Yeah. Do it once and it's, it's done. Then just be careful about what you add into it afterwards. So, yeah, absolutely. Should somebody adapt their CV to a specific role and why? Absolutely, 100%. Like there, there's no doubt about this. The amount of times I hear, you know, oh, I'm perfect for the job and they just didn't understand my CV or whatever. It, it's it's really frustrating as a job seeker to be rejected for a job that you know you can do based on your experience and your skills. But if you don't show the employer that, then they have no option but to reject you. So if you're rejected for a job that you're perfect for, it's because your CV isn't up to scratch nine times mm. out of ten. Yeah. Uh, and that normally comes down to tailoring your CV and putting in relevant projects so if I think about a role that we're recruiting for at the minute requires someone who's managed uh, global, um, global complex programs of work within the asset management space. If you've done all that and you don't have that obviously on your CV, there's every chance you're going to get rejected. Yeah, definitely. You know, your projects need to be relevant. Your achievements need to be relevant. 
So absolutely tailors. It doesn't mean you have to throw away your CV and rewrite a whole thing again and again. Again, I go back to the idea of a master CV that we, we do with, with possible coaching. Um, so you include all of your experience, all of your responsibilities, all of your projects, and you have it formatted and, and worded perfectly. And then all you do is copy and paste uh, as you're applying for new roles as they come in. And that, that's the easiest way to adapt your CV. Excellent. Did you mention as well the summary part? Changing the summary around uh, like that? I didn't well, no, not specifically, but absolutely the summary needs to change. Um, so if you're thinking of that program manager role I'm working on at the minute, uh, if your your role has been you know a little bit hybrid, it's not specifically program management, adds a whole lot of other things. In your summary, it's I'm an experienced global program manager um, with a proven track record in delivering complex global projects within the asset management industry. Perfect. What about the LinkedIn profile? LinkedIn profile isn't the full CV, um, but it, it shows highlights of it. Um, I think 80% of, of people that we placed successfully last year and a lot of people that we sourced to were on our database, we sourced proactively from LinkedIn. Yeah. So really important to have your LinkedIn profile right. Uh, and that means um, looking at things like SEO, which is search engine optimization, without getting too much into it, your titles and your keywords within summaries and within your work experience are what gets you found on LinkedIn. So if we're looking for a program manager within with experience in asset management, there's every chance my first search on LinkedIn will be searching the title program manager and keywords asset management or fund management or investment management. If they're not there, you don't show up. I don't find you for the role. It's as simple and, as that. And also skills, make sure your skills are complete. I think for tech in particular, yeah. you know, you, you obviously get people who are looking for uh, experience with specific, I don't know, software packages or, mm. or whatever. So if it's not in the in the LinkedIn profile, it won't be there. Also, if it's not in your CV, it won't be found. Yeah. Because remember, uh, when a CV goes on to any database, whether it's a job seek or an employer database or a recruitment agency database, we search that database using keywords again. Mm. So back to sending an image, your image will never be found. So you're gone. You'll never be picked up for a role. Sure. Uh, so don't leave those technical skills off. I think particularly for technology, don't leave those off. And something else, no harm to get is around recommendations. It's like when you look yeah. for a review for to buy a product, um, you look at your Google reviews or, or Amazon reviews or yeah. whatever they may be. So it's no harm to get recommendations. Yeah, I think uh, we should probably do one on LinkedIn profiles specifically because it yeah, is it is different. Do it. <clears throat> but generally speaking, my advice would be get your CV right first uh, and then move on to your LinkedIn profile. And it's it's not a carbon copy. It's a reduced version of the, the CV. But the main thing, if you do nothing else in your LinkedIn profile, the job you want to be found for, get the keywords into your LinkedIn profile. For sure. I hope you all found that very useful. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks a million. Thanks for joining us today on Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. For show notes and other goodies, go to www.toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. That's toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and feel free to rate and review the show. We appreciate your support. See you next time.